Welcome to the ADP Podcast with your hosts, J-Rob and LP. We'll talk sports, we'll talk life, and everything in between. So grab a cold one, pull up a chair, and step inside. So this, it's a reoccurring thing in sports. Athletes getting into trouble with women. Do not judge me for what I'm about to say, women. Uh, if someone has, and I repeat, I don't know the conversation between Antonio and Brown and a young lady, but if someone sexually assaults you on whatever day, and no point in time are you to go back and indulge with that individual again. And that's why it's so important to make sure that whenever you're dealing with a female, especially in the workplace or under any business circumstances, even dating, to make sure that like, you're getting those various forms of the green light. I mean, we've all heard the obvious no means no, but it should be clear when the advances are welcome. No way. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. We can agree to disagree, but there's no way a billionaire is supposed to get popped off in a shopping plaza looking for a happy ending. I'm sorry. There's just, like, I would love to be in the room, Mr. Kraft, like, hey, bro, what was you thinking? Hey, welcome to another episode of ADP, A Different Perspective with your hosts, J-Rob and LP. I got to tell you, I'm excited to be bringing you another episode today. However, I also have to tell you that I'm a little bit nervous because we will be dealing with the delicate subject matter of male athletes getting into trouble with women. Also, we'll talk about the new NBA ruling that's come down. They're going to try to, like, um, get a little stronger against tampering. J-Rob has got some strong thoughts about that. And then we'll, get all, we'll also have conversation about what's happening now in sports. But to kick the show off, we want to get into the touchy subject matter of male athletes getting into trouble with women. I know, J-Rob, you had some talk, thoughts that you wanted to kind of share. Yes, uh, when you're talking about things of this sensitive nature, uh, we tend to sometimes uh, discredit it or kind of look the other way. These are some serious allegations against Antonio Brown. So we're going to kind of touch on it a little bit. I repeat, we are not being insensitive to any woman that has possibly ever gone through the situation or know someone that gone through the situation but we are going to ask some very hardcore questions in relation to this situation. So to give the people a little clarity, as of right now, there's been some charges brought against Antonio Brown, uh, current Patriots wide receiver. The allegations are of some sexual misconduct. Currently, the case is a civil case. And this just basically inspired us to really delve into this topic because we know that it's one that one that just needs to be talked about. And I, I want to start off by saying I don't condone any sexual misconduct. I, I don't condone um, a, a guy treating a woman any type of way other than how he would want his own mother to be treated, his own wife to be treated, uh, or if he has sisters. And so I want to start off there. And, and then I, I want to get into this. It's a reoccurring thing in sports. Athletes getting into trouble with women. So, J-Rob, one of the first things that I wanted to do is just 
off the top of my head, I just wrote down a list of names of all of the people that have been in trouble with women. Like whether or not it's an actual case, there, there's varying degrees of severity here. Nevertheless, the one common ground is that all of these issues revolved around uh, an incident with a woman. It has to be a case by case. It can't be, oh, we dealt with this one case a certain way and all of the cases has, have to be dealt that way. It has to be a case by case situation. Uh, there have been some horrendous situations where you look back and be like, wow, like you really did that. But the key of the point is that we have to have a situation or a conversation where we feel that as if all parties are heard, all parties are have been listened to, and what do we need to do to move forward? What can we change about ourselves to make sure that we don't put ourselves in these situations on a continuous basis? Now, I will say uh, in regards to Antonio Brown, after hearing what transpired, he has had a pattern now once again, and I confirm it tonight, any of the alleged allegations, but I will say this, if this is a situation where it's continually brought up, he needs to look himself in the mirror and say, hey, you know what? I need to change this behavior because it's detrimental, not only to myself, not only to my football career, but possibly to my family going down the road. And I think one of the things to mention about Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown is not alone. A lot of times it seems like these high profile guys that get out in the world. And one of the questions that comes to mind for me is, it seems like this happens so much with athletes, but is this just the truth of men and women? Do men just in general have issues where they get in trouble with women of sexual misconduct from hitting on them in the workplace to, um, you know, sexual uh, situations of actual assault? is this just what life is? And then we're looking at basically art imitating life in the case, in this case, sports being the art. So is, is this what the world is? Because I mentioned a list to you earlier of all of the men that just off the top of the head that have had issues with women. Check this list out. Um, I started off with Johnny Manziel had a domestic violence case come against him. Ray Rice, we all know what happened there. Marshall mm -hmm. Falk has been accused. Isaiah Thomas right. had an issue. Steve Phillips, formerly of ESPN, had an issue with an intern. Brett Favre, it's been well documented. Quick question, which Isaiah Thomas? Oh, oh, uh, Isaiah Thomas of the New York Knicks, Isaiah Thomas. Okay, okay. In all yeah. fairness, we have to be clear with that. I was going to say little guy, but then again, that wouldn't really distinguish a whole lot between the two. <laughs> so kind of like little big guy? <laughs> yeah, big absolutely. Guy. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't want to mess yeah. with Isaiah because Isaiah yeah. got those gangsta moves. So, and he's from Shy, like us. Mm -hmm. So we already from know what time West, it is. Uh, West, uh... <laughs> so then represent us properly. Don't out here sexual her sexually harassing women with innuendos. I'm into Steve Phillips, Brett Favre, Ben Roethlisberger had an incident. He did receive an NFL what? suspension, so I think that is worth mentioning. Ben Mike Roethlisberger. <laughs> He's had lots of issues okay. lately. Mike Tyson served jail time. He was accused of rape. Kobe Bryant, we remember what happened there with the Lakers star. You know, uh, flying back yeah. and forth. Yes. Yeah. Colorado. Ray, speaking of the horrendous nature, Ray Carruth, yeah, like 
I don't even really have the words to express Chris Henry. Now, Chris Henry didn't have a case brought against him. However, hold on, hold on, hold on. No mas for Chris Henry. Dude, you got 12 kids. Like, you're supposed to do time. Like, wait, wait, look. who are you talking about? Because I'm thinking of the receiver for the Bengals that died. Oh, yeah. Is uh, off the back of the pickup truck. Yes. Yes, yes. Forgive me. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. What were you talking about, dude? I, I, I was thinking about Travis Henry from the Titans. The running back. <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I guess in a sort of kind of way you could say he's yeah. been in trouble with women yeah. too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing that story about uh uh was it Travis Henry? Chris Henry. Chris Henry. Chris. Yeah, him falling off the back of the pickup truck. I think he broke his neck. Yeah, I I just know that he died behind whatever that incident was. And he's on yeah. our list, not because he got in trouble, but because just he, because there was only two people there. He fell off the car. Mm, there's something to that. Yeah. I yeah, mean, why I, you- one thing uh, I was, I was uh, watching, uh, it was either ESPN or Fox Sports when they were talking about uh, Antonio Brown in regards to the uh, situation, the, the alleged situation in regards to that um there still has not been a police report filed there's hearsay the the league meaning the nfl sat down with the young lady in question for 10 hours on monday and they're trying to do their due diligence because this is something of a serious matter uh it comes down to she wanted to settle out of court for like two million dollars and antonio brown was like mm, no and and please do not judge me for what i'm about to say women uh if someone has and i repeat i don't know the conversation between antonio brown and the young lady but if someone sexually assaults you on whatever day at no point in time are you to go back and indulge with that individual again now i know it may be easier said than done on all levels and according to the reports that she went back and he sexually assaulted her again and possibly sexually assaulted her again my question is if an individual sexually assaults you why are you keep going back expecting a different outcome. I repeat, I'm not condoning if that is what happened. Well, my question is, why would you put yourself in a situation to, to be assaulted again? And most importantly, if this happened in 2017, why didn't you report it in 2017, the first time that it transpired? As I said earlier, I don't condone negligence or disrespect for um, barbaric attitude from Mr. Brown, if this is true. But my question is, if it happened on Monday, why did you not report it on Monday? Okay, not Monday, but Tuesday. And if not Tuesday, Wednesday. 
but you waited to two years later to report it, I have some question in regards to that. And it doesn't mean that it has to be answered to me directly, but why was it not handled in that manner? I think that's what's, I think that's why this Antonio Brown case raises questions, questions that are, are very difficult to touch upon because sexual misconduct is just flat out wrong. At any point in time, once it's been expressed that you've made a woman or for that much a guy uh, feel uncomfortable in that sort of arena, it's immediately to be to be addressed and knocked off and okay. However, when it comes to that, there's also the possibility of just flat out miscommunication because when men and women meet, there is such thing as sexual attraction. I mean, we're men, we're attracted Absolutely. to women. And even through- And just as women are attracted to men. Right. And how else do you meet a woman other than to have a conversation? So, like, it's very likely that you meet a woman in whatever social circumstance or work circumstance. And that's why it's so important to make sure that whenever you're dealing with a female, especially in the workplace or under any business circumstances, even dating, to make sure that, like, you're getting those various forms of the green light. I mean, we've all heard the obvious no means no, but it should be clear when the advances are welcome, you know, and obviously Absolutely. It's, and that's, it's, that's a very important piece because this alleged situation happened inside of his home. So from what I have gathered, the young lady said that, hey, I approached her. He was undressed. Okay. He is in his own home. I'm not condoning, but he doesn't have any clothes on. He makes advances towards the young lady. And if she said no, then what was the situation? Did she remove herself out of the home and say, hey, you know what? This guy's walking around without any clothes on. I don't feel safe. I feel disrespected, let me leave right now. Or if they were in some form of sexual relationship, because according to Antonio Brown, all of the sexual intimacy things that happened were consensual. Now that is only between him and her, and they don't, only those two know. But if that is the case, it's gonna be hard to prove something from two years ago, like, oh, well, yeah, it was consensual oh no it wasn't because if it wasn't her duty and her job was to report it that is the key like and and i'm not trying to speak for any woman out here that has gone through any of those situations my only thing is if it happened at a situation at a certain time why did you not report it i, I tell you about That's that all about the Antonio Brown, because Antonio Brown has had another allegation come forth uh, where mm -hmm. there's a second woman that's accusing him of sexual misconduct. So the first question that that lends to mind is, why now? Why does it take the first person to come forward for you to come forward? And, and I'm gonna throw up, because that sounds harsh. 
So I'm going to throw out a couple reasons why that possibly is. The first one being flat out credibility. The fact is that you're going to come out of the blue with this accusation. You know that there's going to be just as many arrows tossed in your direction than the person than the person that you're accusing. So you're putting you both out there for criticism. So that's the, the first mm-hmm. reason I think that uh, a woman could wait. And then the second reason is that if it's happened to you and now you receive confirmation from someone else, like, yeah, if, if she dealt with this, that's a similar situation to what I've dealt with. So uh, either in a step of solidarity or a moment of clarity in your own mind to say, hey, you know what? This situation was off. I've always felt kind of off about it. And now I'm going to come forward. Otherwise, because I see you shaking your head there. I, look, I know it's a fine line for what I'm about to say. If it was January the 1st, when these things occurred, once again, I don't condone it if it happened. I don't know if it happened. But my only question is, why did it take you two years to get to this point? Like, I could understand it if it happened January the 1st, you filed a report on the 2nd, and then somehow maybe the football team that he plays for railroaded you up here and I had been filing paperwork in the court system for the last eight to nine months, but I've been railroaded. Then you know what? I'm with you 100%. But you woke up two years later and said, you know what? I was sexually assaulted. And today, I think it's good to be heard. Not that no day is not good to be heard, because if it happened, you have a right to express yourself. So, but I'm just asking, why did it take so long? I'm going to give you an example. It's not the same. Please don't, if you're hearing me, you're listening, don't take, don't take this out of text. If something happens to you on Monday, and like if you have an accident, you're driving to work and a guy just sideswipe you, boom. You're not going to wait two years later, be like, hey, yeah, I like to file a uh, insurance claim. The first thing they're going to ask you is, well, when did it happen? Oh, well, you know what happened in January 2017? Well, why did you take so long to file the report? Well, I just didn't feel comfortable filing it. It just doesn't make sense to me. And it's okay that it doesn't make sense to me because I'm not a professional doctor, but I just want to know. So now this other person, it's okay if she files because she said that Antonio Brown was walking around the house and he stood behind her and he had a bath towel, like a face towel over his privates. But she kept working. She wanted to get her money because she was painting some type of mural. She wasn't worried about him. She was like, man, let me get this money and let me keep it moving. Now, she, she, she's not really tripping, and I don't condone it, but if you were sexual assaulted, you need to report that ASAP. I don't care if he's Michael Jordan, Antonio Brown, whoever. Disrespect is disrespect. Violation is violation. 
and you can't worry about, oh, well, he is this important person. If that's the case, why file a report if you worry about that? we're in the position where we're not women. And so in light of the, the Me Too movement, movement, I wanna basically extend women every inch of respect and benefit of the doubt that I can. But just like a coin, there's two sides. And so if I have any suggestions from my place of being not a woman, cause it's just like, Imagine this, we're two black men. Imagine a white person giving us advice how to make things better for black people, right? We would probably Absolutely. find that pretty offensive. So that's why it's such a delicate thing to 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 touch. And it's the sort of topic that can make people's blood boil. However, if ever faced with an incident that you feel that you were disrespected or someone did you wrong or um, you know, I, I immediately do not hesitate, do not, do not stop at boardwalk and collect $200 immediately deal with the situation at hand, just because like anything else in your life, the more that you let that, that marinate. And as you let it sink in, it, it's, I'm thinking to hold on to something like that can't be good for your mental health. It can't be good for the relationships that you have outside of that incident. And the longer that you wait, the longer that you get an opportunity to let a shadow of a doubt creep in. And so in order to avoid that, Absolutely. but then again, Absolutely. here we are giving information from our preachy pedestals as men, I'm sure that's something that's much easier said than done. And to all the victims out there, uh, just even my sympathies, there, there's nothing that can express. I, I'm a father of two girls and- I think, um, what, what, I think what would happen, well, I don't say what would happen, what would help the conversation would be if we had someone call in who may have possibly, unfortunately, gone through that situation and give a different perspective on that where we may not be actually thinking about, where they would give in depth, not what happened, but kind of like the thinking, the thought process behind what had just transpired and what led to the um, delay of time in reporting it. That's what I believe we can get a better understanding if we had a young lady call in and say, hey, look, a similar situation happened to me. And my thinking in that, in, in that situation was the same as this young lady because you have to have time to process it. You have to have uh, uh, time to heal. And so I would reserve a situation where to listen to that situation so we can get a better understanding. You know, I, I want to jump back into, because this is huge subject matter, because I have some questions that I want to ask. So there is actually a purpose to me spitting off this list. So I think that one of the people that I, I left off with was Chris Henry. 
And um, I just wanted to continue on. We had Tiger Woods. We all well documented the, the golf club on the windshield. We had Warren Sapp. He's had a couple incidents come up. One during the Super Bowl with, let's say, ladies in a hotel room. Greg mm-hmm. Hardy, uh, another case of domestic violence. Harold Reynolds, mm-hmm. situation in the workplace. Ooh. Mark Albert. So, I mean, when it comes to this and this scenario, we're not talking about one particular race. We're not talking about age. It it goes beyond that. We have Duke lacrosse. I I think that that's worthy of making the list. We have Baylor, the university, what happened there during Art Briles' watch. Rick Pitino with what happened in Louisville. Um, It's been well documented with the Louisville basketball team, or maybe I shouldn't say Rick Pitino because it wasn't his incident where it was his sexual misconduct, but instead it was the Louisville basketball program, but his name's been tied to it. Joe, Joe Mixon, it's, he might be on this list as an outlier because his incident had nothing to do with thoughts, but it was caught on video and he basically he assaulted a woman. Uh, physical, that was physical. So we know how that went. Kareem mm-hmm. Hunt, Kareem Hunt yeah. is on his list. Definitely put himself in a bad situation. Derek Rose, the Derek Rose situation is really foggy to me with what happened there. But you just got to say that, like, come on, you're a grown man, and then people that you hang with, just be careful. Sean Salisbury. Another mm. instance of sitting somebody. Okay. And, and last, but by no means least, Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots. Uh-huh. So as we see, these incidents, like, they they, they don't seem to, like, really know. Any- for, the, for the viewers out there that may not possibly know what transpired, what was Mr. Kraft guilty of? <laughs> oh, my goodness. During this conversation, we shouldn't be laughing at all, but he was in the massage parlor, a massage parlor that was being... Allegedly. <laughs> it was under investigation for sex trafficking, but that one's always confused what? me because, I mean, I, NFL owners, the way we perceive them, they're billionaires. And if you're Robert Kraft, yeah. I got to think that you have access to the highest quality facilities. Um, I mean, they have agencies for this. And instead, you're at happy tug and go, you know? And it's, hey, when it comes to this sort of thing, but, because one of the questions that I want to ask you, J-Rob, is why you laugh. Because when it comes to, to matters of the genitalia, stupidity often ensues quickly men we do some dumb shit when it comes time to deal with women and that's point blank and sometimes i think that these guys this is my best guess because i'm a normal guy so those opportunities don't even occur to me but then also too uh if i meet a wardrobe stylist when she turns around for me to just have my dick in my hand that doesn't occur to me either so the only thing I can guess is that these guys have so much access 
that they have so many people that are fawning over them, specifically of the opposite sex, that sometimes they lose perspective. And they just assume that these advances are welcome. And that in itself is a huge, huge problem. Well, I hear you. And you said that you're a normal dude. Not, I'm, I'm cool with that. But when I called you, when it first broke in about Mr. Kraft, I told you, there's no way that's supposed to happen. Dude, you're a billionaire, not an everyday guy going to work, punching the clock, you know, I gotta get back up at six. No, you're a billionaire. There's no way you're supposed to get popped off at no uh, massage parlor. Uh, <laughs> there's no way, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can agree to disagree, but there's no way a billionaire is supposed to get popped off in a shopping plaza looking for a happy ending. I'm sorry. There's just like, I would love to be in the room, Mr. Kraft, like, hey, bro, what was you thinking? Like, you, as much money as you got, you couldn't have the young lady come visit you at a secluded location and had a great time and no no you know no animals were hurt during this video i'm just saying like it just it just makes sense it doesn't make sense and but i will tell you what he used the money to his advantage when it came to making the video disappear i i, I mean i'll tell you this much a couple things Robert Kraft, that situation there, I mean, I think that we we got a laugh out of it, that whole deal. But, I mean, when you have access to the Wardorf Astoria, to the Four Seasons, to the Soho Hotel, you would just think that you would want to do what you're going to do under better circumstances. Again, there's arrangements that can be made. But on the flip side, what I will say is that what Robert Kraft did was dumb as shit. But this entire list is just full of incidents that are just dumb as shit. Ray Rice, there's no way with cameras everywhere in a, in a Vegas hotel, she could have spit on you, kicked you in the balls, done whatever. There's no way that you should be knocking any woman, let alone your ace, out. Like, just, I, I mean... I, I watch boxing and I don't see knockouts like that. And that was just awful, awful. Brett Favre, why, why are you sending a young lady that you don't know? You're Brett Favre. Why are you sending her dick pics? What are you thinking? Same thing with Sean Salisbury. Tiger Woods. I mean, my point is, I won't just sit here and shit on Robert Kraft. This whole list, this whole list is a list of should not have happened. Warren Sapp, why why? are you in the hotel room with prostitutes? Like, you're Warren Sapp. There's so many women that are happy to have an opportunity to be in your company for free. And then once shit escalates what? the prostitutes, pay them. Just pay them. Come what? on. Man. You know what? The, the thing about it is, is this. Everybody has a right to privacy to a degree, obviously. Uh, what has happened in the world today that, you know, even your your privacy is not really privacy anymore. And Warren Sapp decided to pay to 
individuals for some services. And he felt that that services was not um, completed properly. So he was a little bit upset behind that. That's just like if you just like if you went to McDonald's and you ordered a quarter pounder and they gave you a hamburger with no cheese on it. You have a right to dispute that. Like, hey, look, I paid you for a quarter pounder. Uh, why are you giving me a hamburger with no cheese and a small fry? I'm a big dude. Like, I wanted the quarter pounder with the large fry with the large coke. You gave me a little hamburger with a small fry and a small coke. I don't want that. I want what I paid for. I don't know. I wasn't there. But my thing is that um, a lot of these athletes put themselves in the position of negativity. First and foremost, money draws people and not always in the positive light. There's one thing that I've learned from observing the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, is that a lot of athletes have a problem with saying one crucial word. It's no. Live within your means. Uh, you bring you bring up the the Warren Sapp incident, and I, I just want to talk about stupidity. And, and people, if you're listening on this podcast, I just the rest of the agenda we're just going to toss that out the window because here we're having this conversation needs to be had. We're going to have it. We're going to give it its justice. We should have never put anything else on the agenda to begin with. And to move on with the Warren Sapp deal is you've already put yourself in a precarious situation with women of leisure. The, once that thing escalates, the best deal is to pay them and have them go about their business because you stand to lose a lot more. First of all, the women of leisure should have never been there in the first place. But once things didn't go as you planned, and this just brings weight to my point earlier, once you get matters of the genitalia involved, once the little soldier is standing in excitement, a, a lot of times what's going on with the big head isn't really that clear. It gets pretty muddied up. And that is in so many of these situations. Also, too, in issues of de domestic violence, I really, really have to question this one here just because I, I think that every guy, and I think I can say this without um, – you know, being that controversial, but I think every guy has had a point or situation or a conversation with a woman that hasn't gone as you hoped. And it's like, even me, cause I don't want to go to jail, nor do I want to hurt anyone. And so we, we learn to re restrain ourselves and to not just act off the whims of every emotion. I'm not perfect and I'm not going to do that because another person that should be on this list is Jay Mariotti. So I'm not going to stand, you know, from the pulpit and creep <laughs> down. And then the next thing I know, I got a court case against me and it's like, and I'm always preaching that you should know better. So once emotion gets involved, stupidity ensues. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to stop talking and leave that there. <laughs> I, 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 I think that sometimes uh, we can get caught up in situations, the mood, the situation, alcohol, recreational drugs. It depends on what's in the room. Uh, I don't know what was in the room with Warren Sapp. You know, you're looking at somebody that's, what, 6'3", 6'4", 275 pounds, 
that dude's not drinking beer. He's drinking yak and he's taking it to the face. What transpired? Like, yeah, I, I called you up here for a quarter pound of cheese and you're trying to give me a happy meal. I don't want a happy meal. So that testosterone kicked in and don't know what transpired, but Warren Sapp, I would have to say that, dude, you're Warren Sapp. You're, you're a Hall of Famer. Like, you know no one. Like, but you, you is- know no one. Like, you know no Oh man, uh, this is my childhood homegirl. You know she got some friends. I can hook up with them. Blah blah. Like you, you gotta, you gotta pay for it. Like I'm sorry. Agree, disagree, different terminology, different aspect. But bro, you are an NFL player. Like, why are you paying? But I mean, like, the whole list goes on like that. Kareem Hunt, what are you doing kicking some girl in a hotel in a hotel hallway? Yeah, what okay. next, next case <laughs> yes what could you possibly be thinking you know who else on this list tiger woods we don't need to talk about that ray caruth but, that, but you know what the bad part about tiger woods was the bad part about tiger woods was that uh, he had the one situation and it seemed like within a 24 hour span 30 to 40 people was like, oh, yeah, I had sex with Tiger Woods. Oh, me too, me too, me too. Prior to that, why didn't anybody say anything? Why didn't anybody say, hey, you know what, um, you know, Tiger Woods is, you know, doing this and doing that. It was an opportune moment for those women. Not condoning, not saying they wasn't right, not saying that he didn't participate. But prior to him getting in trouble, why didn't anybody say anything? It's only when you get in trouble, people say, oh, yeah, 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 he did that. Uh, well, two weeks ago, you had nothing to say. Why is that? I don't understand that. It, it just seems like we look for opportunity to, to to just drive the bus over people. And and I don't I don't think it's right. I mean, it's just my opinion. And I'm sure there's a wealth. These are just the athletes I could think of off the top of my head. <sighs> J-Rob, in closing, because I think, you know, we're about over 40 minutes in and we've given a lot of thoughts. <sighs> there was so much to say that I think that, you know, sometimes we even got a little bit kind of random. But in the end, it's I basically I think what it comes down to is that no matter what your situation is, how much money you acquire throughout your life, who you think you are, that the first thing is to show respect. The second thing is before you make any advances, do your best because this is one of those gray areas. It can't always, you know, it's not always clear to the man and woman, but do your best to assess whether or not your advance is going to be welcome. And then if all else fails, just have a conversation because before you go and do something like pull your dick out or take your clothes off or or touch her, definitely before you touch her, have a conversation and, and make sure that what what's going to happen next is welcome. I think that's about the best advice I can give. And, you know. Uh, my thing is that know your surroundings. Know who you're dealing with. 
Because if you know who you're dealing with, you already know what you're dealing with and what you're getting ready to get into. It's not until you step out there and say, hey, let's try something different. Hey, I, I normally do this, but hey, tonight I want to, mm -mm, no. If you've got someone on the team or whatever, stick to the team, stick to the game plan. It's not until you start going out there shooting jumpers when you should be going in the post is that you got problems. Um, brothers, all I can tell you is this. Think before you act. Think before you act. There's too many brothers from me watching a lot of documentaries that are locked up because they acted on the impulse instead of taking a step back saying, hey, you know what? Long term, this is not going to work for me. Short term, I get satisfaction. But long term, this ain't going to work. And if we think for the long term, I think we'll be better off. Because all money ain't good money. And all pleasures ain't great pleasures. <laughs> True words have never been spoken. Due to the serious nature of today's podcast, and since we basically, um, we talked about the topic, we, we did manage to have a few laughs because even sometimes in the face of uncomfortable information, sometimes it's, it's still a good idea to laugh, but I'm not going to try to throw in any of our other usual segments. Instead, I, I think we should just wrap it up there. J Rob, it's, it's always a good opportunity to talk to the people. And uh, next time we bring you episode of ADP, we, we promise to bring you, uh, more concepts, more things to think about in sports, more fat to chew. And uh, we'll also touch on what's happening in sports today. Last, I was going to say last words again, but um, last words for this episode again, J-Rod. Well, my thing is that a lot of guys love the limelight. And my thing is the limelight is 365 degrees. You can't worry about and focus on this and that. There's a lot of people that wish they could change some things. And my challenge to brothers is, if you have someone on your team from the beginning where you didn't have much, stick with them. Because everybody can love you when you got 10, 15 million in your pocket. But you need to stick to the ones that was with you when you only had $2 in your pocket. Just worse of encouragement and worse of advice. I think those are valuable words of wisdom. And even for us brothers that don't have 10, 15 million in, in our pocket, I think those are brilliant words to live by, J-Rob. And on that note, I got to shoot you the double deuces. <laughs> Until we meet again. Peace.